stuff actually isn't too terrible. So it's like, you, you know, you can kind of just save the rests for when, like, you think you really need them. Or, like, when you really want to, like, style on someone. But, like, sure. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I don't really play Jigglypuff as much as I used to in Smash 4. So I'm just, like, less, I'm also just, like, less confident about doing the rests. And obviously, if I miss it, then, like, you know, I'm going to get massively punished for it. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's why I try to avoid it. I know that, like, I know Sing is really good with Jigglypuff in this game. Sing is good. But, it like, I, you should I, I more. should definitely do that more. But I just, I, I'm so used to, like, Smash 4 Puff. It's like, I don't know. I'm just so used to that move being terrible. I just forget to use yeah. it. I mean, that's like every Smash up until this one, really. Right, it's yeah. Like never really been viable. Yeah. But no, it is it is very good in this game. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I've faced other Jigglypuffs online, and it's like, damn, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty good move. Mm-hmm. Just like this moving hitbox of permanent sleep. Yeah. Man, where'd you line to go? What's going on, Pop Samurai oh, fans? Oh, Welcome back oh to another great God. No Games No Life. I'm your host here, Jolly, <laughs> <laughs> along with John's here. Oh, I'm here. It's me, John. Jason's here. Hey, hey. <laughs> and this is No Games No Life, your uh, podcast for gaming and pop culture discussion from the table to the screen. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that Smash talk, I guess is what we're talking about. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how long were you listening to that? Uh, how long? Like, like the past three minutes, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, this is your first time joining us for Pop Samurai product. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here. Make sure you guys keep it locked to all things Pop Samurai, Pop Samurai Network. You can head over to our social media pages, Pop Samurai Network on Facebook and Instagram. You can head over to Pop Samurai Cast on Twitter and uh, visit our website, popsamurainetwork.com, for all information about the shows and listening to this show as well. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, yeah, how are my boys doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. You really scared me when, when you just like <laughs> popped in like that. John's got the vapors. Watch out. Oh, my Lord. I was like, oh, this is a perfect. I just kind of walked into the conversation. I was like, this is kind of a, you know, let me start the recording. <laughs> Smart move. We know what we're talking about, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Legend veteran smash players. Veter- veteran smash players here. That's what we got uh, going on. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so no Antonio this week, uh, he's, uh, had some stuff he had to do, so he couldn't join us this week, but hopefully next week, we'll see what happens there. Um, we got John, Jason, and your boy Johnny Hoon here, so let's, uh, let's see what happens here. All the J's are here. Yeah. That's right. All the jerks are here. So let's get started. (laughs) Where's John Jacob Jingerheimer Schmidt? I don't know. Because his name is my name too. Yes, it is. Okay. Wait, really his name is my name too. Is it your name too? It might be my name. Yeah, too. John Jacob Jingleheiner Smith. So it literally is part of my name. Yeah. Well, you you said you said John Jason, and that made me think Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, John John Jason Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. His name's my name too. It's a great bit, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This is what I contribute. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Let's get started uh, with the podcast. How we always start the podcast off with just just talking about uh, catching up with each other and seeing what we're doing before we get to the gaming stuff. Um, I want to know what everybody's been watching or what everybody's been up to. So let's start with Jason. Jason, what you been up to? Okay. 
Um, I have been watching a lot of um, this show called Drama Time, which I've been wa- I've watched for a really long time. It's like it's a YouTube show, and he takes user stories um, from people who usually play WoW or like M- other MMOs, really, um, and they just tell stories about like what happened in their guild and like why oh, their guild hard stuff. That sounds so, fun. It, it's it's a lot of fun. People hmm. will do the most wretched shit online. It's unbelievable. All for like imaginary items in a right, video game yeah. that they have to pay for. It's crazy. <laughs> huh. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on the show before, but I always just go back to it. Sometimes I rewatch a bunch of old episodes. So it's a it's a it's great background noise because I can just like watch it while I'm playing whatever I want. Really. Um, let's see. What else have I watched? I watched Onward. You guys seen Onward? Oh, oh that's Pixar. the Pixar movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I have not seen that. Oh, well, bucko. It's pretty good. Is yeah, it? it's um, pretty good. This is my second time watching it. I just felt like rewatching it this weekend. Um it's very it's it's a it's a story about like two brothers and their relationship with their dad who died when they were young. Um so it it it, it resonates with with eh, resonates with me a little bit because I have a little brother, so you know I can we can see myself and him reflected in the movie. So you know it hurt hits a home a little bit. Yeah. But um, other than that, it's really fun. It's like a cool modern fantasy world where magic used to happen and like it still is there, but people don't use it anymore because it's not convenient. Um, because they just develop science. Um, so it's a it's a really cool setting. It's well acted. It's well animated. I really like the recurring joke where, like, technically their dad is with them, but, like, just his lower half, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, this top, like, he got, like, summoned, and then, like, the summoning, like, stopped halfway through, so only his bottom half is, like, in their dimension. Yeah, (laughs) it's just his legs running around, and then they they make this little, like, dummy top half for him, and it's pretty funny, because they're just, like, rag dolls all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, it is cool. I think like yesterday they put the Muppet Show on Disney Plus, which oh, yeah. I've been really excited for, and I'm going to start Ooh. watching that today. Yeah, I love. I've never been able to really watch the original Muppet Shows, but I love the Muppet. It's so I've been really like wanting to watch it, and nobody ever had it. Now they do. Hmm. So that's that's fun. cool. Who's your guys' favorite Muppet? Oh, I really like Gonzo. Gonzo's fun. Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> Uh, I've always enjoyed Rizzo, Rizzo the Rat. Uh, I thought he was. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I thought he was always funny, but also that's because he was always kind of partnered up with Gonzo uh, a lot with the stuff that he would do that's true. in the movies. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, what's yours? Um, well, I'm a little basic. I really like Kermit. Yeah, Kermit's <laughs> uh, pretty great. Yeah, he's my guy. If I had to like not pick Kermit, though, it would probably be like Animal. Oh uh, yeah, everyone yeah, loves and- Animal. Yeah, animal's awesome. Yeah, everyone loves animal. So I'm excited to watch that. Cool. I think that's it. I think, I think that's it. I watched WandaVision. The majority of like my experience with the Muppets is like through I think with the, that show uh, Muppet Babies. It wasn't like the original Muppet. Muppet Babies come true. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Muppet Babies, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was um back when. Well, gosh, when everyone but Jelani used to work at 42. 
That was a, a joke between me and my buds in the kitchen with Muppet Babies. <laughs> so so speaking of uh of Kermit the Frog, one one Yay. YouTube channel I've been watching a lot. It's a YouTube channel called Chris Quits Reality. And uh basically the premise of of at least the the videos that I was was watching was basically uh th- this guy Chris, he's kind of like he's like a like a like a performance artist. He's kind of like a juggler and acrobat kind of a guy. And what he does is he goes into VR chat and then he does all sorts of like weird, crazy stunts to like troll people. And it's like really, really funny. Cause he like, yeah, like one of his stunts is that he's got one of those, like uh, he'll, he'll have like a stripper pole, like in his room. And then he'll go to like a stripper pole in the, uh, in the game. And then he'll like do like a like a sexy strip tease or whatever, like in front of everybody. And then everybody's like, "What the fuck is this guy actually on a stripper pole right now?" Because he uses like full body tracking to like to like uh like show like what he's doing. And then he'll like he'll always like like do like, he'll always like be really really graceful. And then he'll like intentionally bail, and everybody will like start laughing. And it's like a, it's it's really funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So I. I, I that's that that's a fun one. And then I also have been watching a YouTube channel. I think it's called I think it's just called Larry Lawton or something like that. Have you guys heard of this guy at all? No. So Larry so. Lawton. So so the, the premise of this guy's YouTube channel is that he is an ex-convict, an ex-jewel thief. And he basically he he wrote a book about how he like went to prison and stuff. And he his YouTube channel is basically just like retellings from like him going to prison and stuff like that. And it's like, kind of, like a lot of the stuff that he talks about is like kind of triggering, but it's like super duper interesting. Uh, so, and he's like, he's a really good storyteller too. So I, I definitely recommend that one. That one's definitely like at least worth like watching like one video. So what's that one called? Larry something? Uh, the, his, his name is Larry Lawton. Larry and the YouTube Lawton. channel. Yeah. The, the YouTube channel is just called Larry Lawton. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like a picture of like a bald guy in a red in like a red uh, t-shirt. Okay, nice and descriptive. Yeah, and then also, man, I've been watching a lot of stuff on YouTube lately. I also watched. You too. Uh, I watched a musical on YouTube. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys heard of Wicked at all? The the musical, the yes, Broadway musical. Heard of it? Yeah, heard of it. I've never. I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it. Right, yeah. So basically, if you're not familiar, Wicked is like this. It's basically the story, the the story of the Wizard of Oz, but instead told from the Wicked Witch's point of view, mm-hmm. and then she's represented as like the protagonist of the story. And it go, it's kind of like a prequel type of a thing where it like shows off like all of like the how like she was like brought up and all of this like different stuff that happened with her in the past before the events of the Wizard of Oz. Mm. And uh, I, I didn't watch that on YouTube, but I did watch this <laughs> musical called Twisted. Which is not a Broadway musical, but it's basically the same concept as Wicked, but instead of it being the Wicked Witch of the West, it's uh, it's Jafar from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, it's it's whereas Wicked is sort of played as a mostly serious story with like a few jokes here and there, uh, Twisted is played as like purely for jokes. So like, like like during during the show they like kind of call out all of this like uh all these like funny like meta commentary stuff about like uh about like copyright infringement and stuff like that 
because like obviously like they're not supposed to be doing the thing that they're doing it's because infringing on copyright and mm -hmm. like they do lots of other like disney references and stuff like that and I, I honestly thought it was fucking hilarious so i would definitely recommend that one too twisted yeah twisted twisted bro Interesting. twisted and then that's a reference to like from from aladdin where uh, jafar has like Jafar has Jasmine like uh captured or whatever, and then she is like uh what was it? Well, I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's a reference to something in the Latin. I don't remember, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> Great. Good reference. Good reference. Yeah. Good call. Good back. reference. All right. Uh and then other than that, I watched WandaVision. Uh I watched Tenacious D. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen that movie, but that movie's really fun. In the Pick of yeah. Destiny, right? Okay. Yeah, that's so, the one. So not the series, right? The yeah, yeah. not the, not the HBO series, the the movie. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I enjoy that, that movie's series. great. I enjoy that movie. Love that one. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all of that. All all the important stuff that I watched. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess that comes on over to me. Uh, this week uh, has been filled with me not. Uh, having a lot of time to do much of anything, so um, yeah, uh, I got to catch WandaVision, we'll talk about that in a little bit here um, but besides that, it's been kind of uh, hopping on YouTube uh, I've been catching up on so, sorry, I've been catching up on some Dimension 20 stuff, uh, which uh, I've talked about before in the show, it's a you know, live play you know, D&D &D series that I love um, so I've been kind of watching different things there which is really cool and uh, on top of that, uh, I've been watching a YouTube channel. I, I guess we're all like in YouTube mode this week. I guess, yeah, right? I think is so that, yeah. Is that? I don't know if that's weird or not. Um, so you know, for for me, I've been watching two different channels. Uh, I I uh, been watching Cor Corridor Crew, which uh, they they do like the kind of visual effects artist re reacts videos. And so I'm a big. Uh, fan of like movie stuff and visual effects and stunt work and things like that. So, right. um, Corridor is like a channel of like a group of uh, uh, like visual effects artists and uh, you know they work they work in film and they have their own channel. They do stuff. They've done really great videos um, on there too. But I do enjoy their series where they kind of break down like visual effects and actual movies and stuff like that. So I've been watching a lot of that um, and stunt work as well. So that's been really cool. Um, and then uh, something else I've been watching here. I don't want to get the name wrong, so I'm just kind of scrolling through it really quick just to catch. Uh, I believe it's called Let's Game It Out, I think. I don't know if anybody here has heard of that channel. No. Um, let me see. I want to make sure. Let's. Uh, so I think it, I'll, I'll, if I see it later, I'll, I'll bring it up. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a channel called Let's Game It Out. And uh, the guy on the channel, he plays... Uh, he, he does like playthroughs of games, but he specifically does playthrough of games where he tries to break the game, basically. Oh, um, actually, I think I, I have seen this guy before, actually. Yeah, yeah, or he'll do something. He'll just like he'll get like caught up in like wanting to do something just really dumb or stupid in the game where like he does a lot of games where it's where where um, like example, he, he's uh, for the game that me and Antonio were, were playing Raft. Um, he, he, like he, he played that for a little while and then uh, he would do like, oh, I'm just going to try and like uh, connect as many uh, tethers uh, along the raft here to try and create as many different lines of uh, 
like uh what the hell is it called zip lines as as many as possible as i can until the like the game overloads or something like that and he'll just like he'll do <laughs> that or um he'll play games where he'll just try to like do crazy things with conveyor belts and like you know like all these like he played satisfactory a game called satisfactory and uh it's just a game where you kind of just have to set up a factory and you kind of try and like you know you're supposed to play it where you're supposed to make it go through and have these conveyor belts connect to other machines and have them like work processes out so you can make more money in the game but he's just like no i'm just gonna make a big tornado conveyor belt to see if it like if it breaks the game or something like that and you know so it's it's uh some really great videos i i, I laugh every other time when he actually goes through and he breaks a game where like it tanks like the the speed of the game or like the what's it called the frame rate and right. it's like, oh, when I look at this one spot in the game, because of all this stuff I put here, it completely tanks the frame rate of the game or something like that. So I thought it's uh, it's really it's a fun channel. So that's uh, basically what I've watched here. So um, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, that's about it. Can I cut in? Go ahead. Can I cut in before? Go ahead. WandaVision. Um, I can't believe I didn't think about this when I mentioned Muppets because I'm I'm watching a D&D campaign online. Yeah, uh -huh. and I don't really watch D&D campaigns, so like I really needed an interesting hook for me to like want to watch. And they're doing all their characters as puppets. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called yeah. Stuff of Legends. Stuff of uh, Legends. I just saw that's that. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh. it's. <laughs> I have really mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Um. Maybe it's just like my biases as like I don't really like to watch DD campaigns, but um one of the characters his his character is great. His name is uh Slippy Dixon and yeah. he's uh he's a fishman. Um but the guy who plays him is like a professional online RPer or something like that. Like that's what his title was. Like he's a big name in an RP community. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. And like he looks it like he is like he's got like long black like kind of grease slicky hair and like he's super edgy sometimes he he does, makes a lot of dick jokes and it's like I I love the character he made but he really is just a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um but the other ones are really good as well. There's um there's my favorite who's her name is uh uh, Majelica Plum. Majelica She's Plum? just like this really, this really sweet like girl who just recently wanted to get into magic, and then like I guess she stole like a bag of scrolls, and now she can kind of do what um Jelani, what um your character did. That name is escaping me right now. Your um with your deck of cards, where mm. to do like oh, a random random thing. spell, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically the same as that. She like pulls out a random spell, and something happens. Um, there's a barbarian whose name is Aria Borealis, and she's a bar she's a barbarian, and she's got the biggest puppet boobs that they were possible to make, which <laughs> really funny to me. Um, I, there was like Twitter Q and A and whatever, and they they specifically mentioned that the the lady who played her requested that they make the boobs as big as po like puppetry possible. Um, <laughs> So that's good. And then there's a there's a pirate, and I think he's a fighter or something. Um, his name is Hatchet Hand, and <clears throat> his uh his puppet's like missing a hand, and he's got a hatchet instead of a hand. See, it's a clever nomenclature there. Cool. But um, uh, he's played by like a, a 
a, a YouTube personality. I'm not really big on him either, quite frankly. I think the girls are great and the guys are kind of eh. But it's funny. It, it, <laughs> it, they're really well-made puppets. Like they, they look like they could be on the Muppets or something. Hmm. So dude, all- that is... I'm looking at that the big boob puppet right now. Yeah, and yeah dude, that is a sexy yeah. puppet right there. <laughs> really Those are some gigantic puppet gazongas. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, big old, big old <laughs> boobaroonies. Yep. Okay. All right. That's everything I watched. Now I'm done. Good. Good stuff. All right. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're going through that. Do they have a full series out, or is it just like... It's only two episodes so far. This is new. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I don't know I've heard of it. I just haven't uh, gotten a chance to get around to it yet. Cause... Yeah, I think it, I think it's being sponsored by, like, the D- official D&D team or whatever. Yeah, oh, I mean, cool. it's, a, it's a solid concept. I mean, like, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, get some puppets to, to reenact the action that you guys do. Like, that's yeah. uh, that's really good stuff. Uh, good concept. All right. Uh, yeah. So let's go over to our WandaVision discussion here. Um, every week we've been kind of walking through WandaVision episode by episode. We missed last week because, uh, you know, everyone uh, couldn't make it for the podcast last week. But uh, so we're kind of talking about the, the most recent episode, uh, which is episode six of WandaVision. Um and then the week before that was uh, episode five. Uh, let, let's get everybody's. Let's gauge everybody's feelings so far in the series. Uh, John, let's start with you. How far? Uh, uh, how are you feeling so far uh, about it? I'm. I'm really liking it. And also, I. I have a question. Like, I thought that there were only going to be six episodes in this season. Is that true, or are there more episodes in this season? No, there are more episodes in this season. Okay. Uh, so yeah, 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 it's not a clip thing. Nine now. Yeah, I believe that there are three more episodes left in the series. Oh, okay, yes. gotcha. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, because I, 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 yeah, because uh, for a long time, not many people knew exactly how many episodes we were gonna get. They announced like the amount of uh, how long the series was, like in hours. Okay. And I think they had said like it was six hours of content or something like that. So, um, altogether, like each episode has kind of been hovering around like. 30 35 minutes you know uh the earlier episodes were like you know just like just under 30 but now we've been getting them longer um i think episode six was 37 minutes i think the one before that was maybe 40 minutes or something like that so um okay but yeah good continue but yeah i I, i've definitely been really liking it i really like i I, I like how this like kind of like travel this like kind of i guess traversal through time they're doing where it's like in the most recent episode, they're in like like the nineties, like kind of like late early two thousands sitcom kind of era. Yeah, like Malcolm in the like, Middle or something. Yeah, like, like it's like Malcolm in the Middle yeah. style, and I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> this feels really crazy. I can relate to this one. Yeah, right. Yeah, like this one, I can. This this one right at the bat, I was like, holy shit, I'm having flashbacks to like my to like when I was younger uh, watching stuff. <laughs> um, well, I had. I had that big time with the last one too because they did like the the '80s like Full House kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've seen like the entirety of Full House like three times. Mm. So that really that one hit home for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. So uh, I'm gonna try and break it down here because we got a couple episodes to talk about. But let's. Uh, I'm gonna keep on John real quick. John. Uh. The episode prior, the one where they were in the '80s with Full House. How did you feel about that episode? Um. Where they got the you know dealing with the the kids growing up things like that uh and the reveal at the end of the series or at the end of the episode with the quicksilver coming in 
Oh my god, that was great. You know what? You know what's funny is that I I had never seen uh, X Men: Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, and actually that was another movie that I forgot to talk about that I watched. But I actually watched that movie recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I, I so I thought that like regular the regular Quicksilver was going to come back from uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, but then I was like, wait, who the fuck is this guy? And then my girlfriend told me, oh, it's like the guy from from the fucking X Men movies. And I'm like, oh, whoa. That's yeah, weird. You ex- I mean, you exactly. You had the same reaction as Darcy. It was like they <laughs> recast the Pietro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I love that they're like like calling attention to it too. I think that was really smart. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, let's jump over to Jason. Jason, uh, let's keep on the eighties episode. How did you feel about that eighties episode? Um, well, I hate those little kids. Yeah, they're little shit. You can't just grow yourself five years whenever you feel like it because you're sad or something. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> also, Wanda really irritates me because you know, they, and they they blatantly pointed out like how hypocritical she's being about mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, but um, it's still interesting. Like that one really plants the seed of like whether how much you believe, like how much Wanda's in control of the whole situation. Yeah. Um, and especially with uh, Pietro showing back up as someone else, and she. I, she looked as genuinely surprised as the rest of that, like everyone else watching. Yeah. So that's definitely the angle they're going for. Yeah. Uh, that that episode right there was what what the fuck, right? I was yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I was lucky enough to not have it spoiled for me, but like the, they caught fire on the internet like immediately uh, when when, yeah. when it dropped because um people were just like excuse me wandavision can you just do that where you could just have an actor from another franchise come in as the same character but yeah you can do that um and i th- i thought that episode was really great um i like that they're planting the seeds of what happened like post end game where like she they show like the little video of her breaking into like the sword the sword headquarters yeah yeah and uh like they they portray it like the uh, one the dude who's in charge, I forget his name, Hayward or whatever his name is. Like that dude's a dick. Uh the yeah. guy the guy who's in charge of Sword right now is a dick. But um he shows a video. He shows a video of just like, oh, she just breaks in to like come of like and attacks us and uh we had you know there was we weren't doing anything, you know, and uh, comes after Vision's body and resurrects him. But then I was like, but you had a room full of people looking like you're experimenting on it. What do you mean that like nothing was happening with that body in that video. <laughs> like I feel like that was yeah. very glossed over about like you had like ten people in that room when she arrived, and like Vision was disassembled. I don't remember him being disassembled at the end of Endgame. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that, I was like, all right, there's something more going on. You guys are probably making weapons or something like that, or doing something with Vision's body. But okay, Vision, yeah, you know trying to figure out something i don't know what they were doing a lot of people you know what uh this also i thought this was a, a fun little theory but this people were thinking that they were trying to uh reverse engineer like how uh vision was created or something like that so that way they could kind of set off the uh the idea of how they create sentinels in this universe um, oh okay which i thought was a good theory i just don't know if that's true but like hey you know what a theory is a theory you know um so that's fun. Uh, all right, now let's go into the recent episode, John. Let's go back to you. The recent episode where we had the Halloween episode, you know, Malcolm in the Middle style. We had Quicksilver big play, big part in this in this in this episode, and uh, everything that happened at the end. How'd you feel about it? 
Oh, I th I thought it was super cool. I love oh, I love the Halloween thing, and I love uh, Vision's stupid costume, and I love Wanda's <laughs> stupid costume, and I love uh, fucking Quicksilver's stupid costume. It's their original uh, costume. It's an ode to yeah. their original costumes, which I thought was yeah. fun. The only it's way you could have done it, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I really like the stuff where it, like Vision is like. He's like going to like the end, like the bounds of the simulation or whatever. And he's like seeing all these people who are like kind of like glitching out and like not like functioning properly. I think like that's really cool and like really creepy. It's horrifying. And then, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The girl with yeah. the single tear. I was like, this is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And I really like I I I. I really I, I don't know i thought the ending was really it was just good because it, like, it makes me look forward to like what's going to happen next time because like now a bunch of like the sword people are now like uh like in the simulation <clears throat> and also cat dennings is also now in the simulation yeah so it just makes me it makes me excited for what's going to happen next episode yeah for sure jason over to yeah. you episode how'd you feel i hate the stupid costumes boo <laughs> um <laughs> oh my god i love the no, I love the reason. I love like that they're there. Like I get it. I totally get it. But when um, Wanda came down and she was like, "What are you supposed to be dressed as?" I was like, "I'm dressed as a Sokovian fortune teller." I'm just like, "Fuck off!" No, you are not. They did not dress like that. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then like they keep flashing back to Sokovia. It's like this really war torn shithole. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like in the a crumbling neighborhood, and there's like gunshots going off in the darkness. Like, yeah, and they're trick treating, wow. and they're getting like a fish. Or yeah, a oh my god, I love that so much. Good lord, you guys really had it bad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I like the whole. I, I I think Vision's gonna be the one who's gonna have to like confront Wanda about like getting a stop to this, and I like how he's like trying to piece everything together, and I don't think think that agnes is the bad guy anymore you don't yeah no okay. i think after that that car scene like made me really question like she seems like as much as a victim as everyone else yeah yeah um man was i i i messaged you guys on like the the group chat that we have but i was like dude i blink and these episodes are done you know i like i feel like yeah, I, right. i'm so invested in like trying to like one here's 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 the big thing right my biggest gripe of the series is that we got to do the week to week thing right but at the same time the best thing about this series right now is how much is keeping me on the hook right because i have yeah. like none of these episodes have been like i don't give a shit about the next episode or anything like that it has not stopped me from caring about like like Jason said at the beginning of the series, these are characters I don't give two shits about you know like or something like that you know like oh these are just side characters like why would i really care and you know, had had you told me months ago, right, that Marvel was going to do a series, uh, a Marvel series that was in the MCU that had no big action set pieces or anything like that, no huge things that were going to, like, like big action scenes or anything like that that were going to happen, I would say, well... That's 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 different. That's I mean, I'll, I'll look forward to it, but I don't know... Because, like, every Marvel thing we've had has had, like the like the thing the big draw of it was like the big moments you know like the the yeah. big things that happen in it like the big action set pieces like there's a formula and this is a big departure from that but man is it working out so well like i'm on the hook all the way through um 
I, I do like what they set up here. The kid, J- Jason, did you like the kids better in this than in the last episode or no? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty indifferent, I guess. I have no strong feelings on yeah. the topic. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the kids more in this episode than the last episode because I guess yeah. they had more of a, in the last episode, I felt they were very like wooden characters. I don't know. Yeah. What right. Like. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. Cause maybe cause like little kids, like the younger they are, the harder it is to really believe their acting skills. Um, right. but like now that they're like in that like age where like they can actually like try to act, I was like, this is, this is not too bad. Um, that the scene with vision, trying to escape the simulation was pretty horrifying and actually looked really great um yeah within the disintegrating way i wish antonio cool. i wish antonio was here right now because i'm sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say with the kids i think one of the reasons that like they're maybe more interesting in this one is like because they switched to kind of the, the 90s style and especially if like the openings mimicking malcolm in the middle that was a uh, show that was like centered around kids mm-hmm. as from their point of view yeah. and that's kind of what they did in the too. So I think it was supposed to be more sympathetic towards them because yeah. they're getting more of the spot. For sure. Um, I was just about to say, I wish Antonio was here because I wanted to ask him who he thought uh, Monica Rambeau's uh, aerospace engineer oh, was. Yeah. Because, I was going to ask you guys that. Yeah, because I wanted to know if he thought that they were actually going to bring in like Reed Richards or something like that into this. Uh, oh, wouldn't that be crazy? You know. That would be you know, Dude, I, I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking, like, what if they brought back uh, fucking Chris Evans as the Human Torch, and then now he's also just the Human Torch now. Incredible! I think yeah. he's supposed to show up again. Yeah. <laughs> um, they could do Reed Richards if, like, maybe this is Reed Richards before they get their powers. No, know? yeah, it's for just sure. Like, hint. Yeah, like it's. Hate- so- so here's the thing, like they keep bringing up in the series, um, this what's it called, the see see something whatever frequency or whatever uh, rays that they that they found from the simulation, right? I forget. Yeah, the, the see something whatever, um, and actually those are the rays that give the Fantastic Four their powers, right? But but the thing is, when interviewed about it, the director of the series said that oh, it was a coincidence. They brushed it off as oh it's just a coincidence. I actually oh, just oh. I was I like they were saying like a it's likely a, story. It's a complete coincidence because I was looking to TV stuff and frequencies on TV and like it just so happens that this lettering, exact lettering was the same exact lettering as as the 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 stuff that gave the Fantastic Four their powers, right? Oh, now I was okay. gonna you know, if Antonio was here, I would ask him, one, do you believe that? Two, do you think Reed Richards is the one on the other side of that cell phone? You know, because because <laughs> who knows? So How? What would the overall reaction be if, like, the ultimate goal of WandaVision was just to set up the Fantastic Four? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I, I think if they obviously, I think if they do it well enough, then people would like it. But yeah, I mean, if they if uh, they brought in a like a big a big name actor and it was like, and they just like he turns around and like they call him like, hey, Reed Richards or something like that. Oh, I, yeah. I think it'd be like, holy fucking shit, they're actually going to do it, you know, type of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm very interested interested to see what the rewriting of people's cells mean. You know what I mean? Because uh, they talk, they brought it up with Monica Rambeau where she entered the, the simulation and exited it, right? So she was, her DNA was rewritten twice, they said. So 
I don't know what that means. And now people, a lot more people are getting entered into there. Like, are they, are they getting powers? Are they, is something happening with them? Like, what does this mean? You know? Um, so I love that she turned uh, the base camp and like the tents and the soldiers and everything into a big circus. Yeah. Yeah. They're all clowns. They're all clowns. (laughs) What a burn. (laughs) Yeah. And then once again, the the director in this episode uh, of sword was a complete dick. uh, Yeah. This episode. Like, I don't know if he's, if he's like, I don't know if he's really a bad guy or not, but like he does cross a couple lines in this episode when talking to Monica in this. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, unprofessional ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the the only thing that I'm very interested, oh, well, not the only other thing, but the one of the other big questions that we just brought up earlier was uh, if Agnes was still some had something to do with this, right? And uh, you're on the boat, Jason, of not, right? Yeah, I'm convinced otherwise now. Uh, John, are you on the boat where she's not bad or anything like that, or she has nothing to do with anything? Who, Wanda? Agnes, Agnes. Agnes, I think... uh, Agnes, I think, probably doesn't. I mean, I never... I I thought that maybe she, like, was kind of... kind of knew something was going on. But, like, I think now, after that scene where she's in the car, I think she's definitely also a victim in this as well. Yeah. So here's the thing about me, Right? Uh, I am convinced that there's something with Agnes still to this day. To this to, to this day, there's something going on with Agnes, right? And here's my here's my uh, evidence to back this up and why, right? A, she was in the opening credits of this episode, right? She had she had like this is the first time a side character has been in like the actual oh, main yeah. main credits name. Like, why the yeah. fuck is she like? She's like, why are you in with the family now? You know, like you seem to be coming like a bigger and bigger role, right? And if you are a bigger role, how did you end up at the edge of the whole, you know, area, right? Right. And so the thing that I'm 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 uh kind of sussing here is that the whole like the whole thing is like she like she's there, she's sitting there. And she kind of really pushes vision more in that direction of like, hey, you know, like you were this and kind of like feeding them all this information, not really giving them anything, right? I think in my mind that she planted herself there to kind of push vision to kind of like really start pushing more into finding out what's going on. Um, Because what happened at the end of this episode, uh, Wanda used more of her power expanded the whole perimeter of the simulation right and if if anything i feel like you know if this character why would this character be at the edge of the whole simulation you know why is she being put in the main credits of the whole the whole series like that of that episode of the series i mean why is she seeming like a bigger thing but then at moments she doesn't seem like a big thing like it's it's so her character is so different from every other character you know what i mean yeah. And so it's really making me suspicious of like, oh, they're trying to throw you off here, you know? But also at the same time, it's like what pushed Wanda to really, you know, expel more of her power? What like really, you know, try to expand the whole simulation more? And then this week's whole commercial was so different, too. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that was really crazy. Right? Yeah, because like every single commercial up to this point has been dealing with like Wanda's past like traumas. Right. 
So like the the one in episode uh, five, the last one, which is like Lagos, when you you know need something to help clean up a spill that you accidentally did or whatever the hell it's called. Like okay, that was the whole thing that set off Civil War, you know, where she accidentally exploded that building. Okay, got it. Um, you know, the whole toaster with, you know, the bomb of, uh, you know, Tony Stark's bomb and Hydra and, you know, all that stuff. Right. And then this episode, it's one, this episode was what totally, I thought I was like, have I seen this before? This commercial looks familiar, um, <laughs> because of the, the nineties claymation thing that they did. Yeah. Yeah. But like, did they, did they give us some sort of like information of like what's going on kind of like in the background of this series? Cause it's like. Oh, like the shark comes out, this shark dude comes out, and it's like, oh, when I'm hungry, I feed on your magic, right? And I was like, what is that? Is something kind of like feeding off her using her mat, her, her, her using magic? What does that mean? Because they showed like the the kid, and it's a very like just off putting commercial too, where he just withers away yeah. trying oh. trying to get to the magic, you know. And I was yeah. like, is that representation of Wanda? Because like that's uh that that could be a big clue there. I don't know. So Yeah, maybe she's like leeching her powers and stuff. Yeah, maybe something's leeching on her powers. I don't know. There's I I, I don't know if Agnes is end all be all bad guy, but I feel like they never revealed that she was actually from the town. They say like it even said in this episode, Oh, I kind of made a wrong turn and Vision's like in a in a town that you grew up in, you know, type of thing. Uh-huh. And it's just like, okay, if she, like, who is this person? You know? Who is this person? So. Maybe. And, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. If we're going down the rabbit hole. Uh, like Please, earlier, let's, listen, let's like, go down in that rabbit hole, Jason. Take us down. So earlier there was, like, hints at, like, Grim Reaper-like stuff with her. Right? Yeah. There was, like, the helmet and the cover and her ring that had the scythe on it. Mm-hmm. So, it if she is like some sort of Grim Reaper entity and she's like some force in like the greater world and like she's like maybe an agent from space, maybe she's like a subordinate of Galactus and maybe she's there to siphon power from Wanda to give to Galactus so he can make some sort of big brain move. Ooh. I don't know. Galaxy don't know. brain they gotta, there. <laughs> they gotta set up a new villain. They gotta yeah. set up another Thanos. Galactus is where I think they're gonna go. They do. Especially because they're they're heavily related to uh Fantastic Four. Yeah. Man, this is uh this is a good series, guys. I'm having fun with it. Like, yeah, me too. Like this Quicksilver, like even Quicksilver. I don't even know if I believe that's the real ver not I mean they of course they recast it, but like I don't believe that that is actually Quicksilver or like like that's like the actual because like, at the beginning of the series they show like the other actor Quicksilver die, right? Right. Yeah. The episode. And then this actor is like, oh, I just, I don't know why I look this way. I kind of just heard you calling and I came, you know? And I was like, but then, like, at the same time, he pretends he also knows a bunch about what's going on in the world. But right. then but then he still prods her and is kind of just trying to, like, know more about what's going on. And I was like, I don't get you. I don't know what you're trying to go for. Because you seem like you know everything, but then you don't know. And you're trying to get more information from Wanda. So, I don't know. It's really good shit. Yeah. Maybe he was, like, planted by Agnes as a distraction. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun stuff, man. I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, 
But final question for the series so far, right? Because we're about, I think we're three episodes more to go. Um, some people have been saying the next three episodes are going to be like an hour long each, which is I'm excited for. Um, with everything we know so far, right? If Wanda, because so far, like, it looks like this is all Wanda's powers doing this, right? Right, yeah. Right? But we don't know if something's controlling it or something like that or triggering her or really, like, kind of, like, pushing her more. But uh-huh. it seems like it's Wanda, right? If if we find out that there is like a villain in the background controlling her or doing something, can Wanda can you see Wanda being kind of what's it called? Forgiven for what she's done? Well, I mean, she hasn't killed anyone, right? She hasn't, but she's like I mean, you saw the lady with the single tear of just having to like <laughs> Stand there, yeah. But and like, it's just kind of a horrifying thing of just like she's keeping all these people mentally hostage. Like, is this a thing where, like, as like watchers and viewers, can Wanda still be a hero after this? You know what I mean? I, I am in the camp of I think the ultimate. What well, what I now think I've, you know, henceforth thought about this. And I think she's gonna end up either as like a villain or like insane or something, because mm-hmm. uh, like I mean, Scarlet Witch is initially not like a good guy. No, um, I mean she makes it. So she crosses she, the line sometimes, but like yeah, she does go insane. Yeah. Now have if we have we start her as a villain or a good guy and have her go through this tragic event, and now we're kind of seeing what leads her down to the path of villainy, and she could eventually be like a major force of evil against the whatever good guys they set up. Hmm. What if this what if the what if the whole end goal of WandaVision is to set up Wanda as the villain of the, the next big yeah. villain? Oh it wouldn't that be, be crazy? You That's know? What, that I initially thought the, the the point would be to resurrect vision somehow and maybe they still will do that, but I'm starting to think that they're going down this other path hmm. now. Oh my god. Excited, guys. I'm excited. What well, viewers or listeners, viewers, listeners, what do you guys think? You know, let us know on our uh, social media stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, what do you guys think about what's going on here? You know, uh, let us know. Um, all right, let's move on to what you're playing. Uh, let's talk about games, games, and more games. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jason, let's start with you. What you've been playing? Okay, I have been playing a lot of Slay the Spire. Ooh, Slay um, the Spire. Slay the Spire is fucking awesome. Nice. Uh, I've had this game for a while. When I initially got it, I played it a shit ton. And then I took a break for a long time. And now I'm playing it again. End of story. Um, But I have come back with a vengeance. And I have, for one time, actually beaten this game. And it feels good. Um, cool. Yeah, because you initially you have to beat the game and then that's like the the easy mode kind of final boss and then you unlock the version where you can collect these three different rune stones which are keystones which you get through very different ways and if you get all three by the end of your run then you go into the real final level and there's like a little mini boss and then the final boss and it's very brutal uh you get these you got to fight these little mini boss guys who there's like a shield one and a spear one and they're surrounded you which is the only time this happens in this game is there's a surrounded mechanic. Mm-hmm. And so if you turn your back on one of them while they have this like backstab debuff, they do like a shit ton. They do like double damage to you. 
but then at the same time, like the other one will also be attacking you for like a lot of damage. So it's really, it's not good either way. Um, so they're really brutal, and it means that the, you you don't get to heal in between them and the final boss. So you almost never go into the final boss like at a good health total, and then the final boss will like just the final. It's it's just this big beating heart. And it does all this shit to you. Like it, it'll give you like every debuff in the game. It puts all this shit, these shit cards into your deck. Every time you play a card, it deals damage back to you. Like regardless what you do, it has a shit ton of health, and it caps out damage on itself, so you can't one shot it. Uh, it's crazy, crazy hard. Um, at least in my opinion. Maybe I'm bad, but I like to think I'm not. Um, but I finally beat it with the Watcher character, who is like this cool stance changing monk character so that felt really good cool cool indeed very cool um otherwise i've been playing a lot of smash and Mm -hmm. i played a bit with john last week along with my friend preston yeah that was was fun. fun i figured that would be a good group we're all pretty much at the same skill level yeah So i figured it was a rousing good time and it was and i want to keep doing that um but then, hot off the heels of today, I was playing again with my friend Preston, and it was going really, really, really well for me when we initially started. Mm-hmm. Like, I had gone up like up to forty some kills, and I had never lost. I, I won every match so far, and then we had a, a, a internet de- disconnect basically. Like after a match, it didn't even affect a match, but we had to reload the lobby, and after that turning point. Things really went to shit. Um, and it's almost, I would like to say, it is almost entirely off of the internet quality got way shittier at that point. Like, oh. we were crisp, smooth, clean before. And as soon as we had to get a new lobby, it really took a turn. Uh, we were getting, like, leg spikes all the time. There's like, a little stuttering all the time. And it it never went in my favor. Like, I still won some matches, but, like... I lost most of the matches from that point. And it's like, I was in the zone before. Like, I was on top of my game before, uh, winning every match. So, you like, lost your flow. I, it, like, that is a thing. Like, I lost my momentum and stuff, but we were only really out of it for, like, four minutes. Oh, like, okay. it just can't, it just doesn't seem entirely plausible that, like, that would be the only reason. Are you suggesting that maybe your friend Preston has been cheating no. of some kind? <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting that. Mm. that would... I don't know. That sounds, I know he like, was... that, that sounds like to me. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Never. Well, I know he was getting pretty salty because if you lose every match in a row, like no matter how much you try, like it's you're gonna get salty. Right. Yeah. Um, so initially, when it, like he DC'd, I thought he quit. Like so, I was like, oh, you. I was like, oh, you're done? Oh, boo. And so there's a little, <laughs> little miscommunication, but after that, we got things going again, and I just could not get a win, and it was rough. Oh, it was boy. really rough. Mm. It was the highest highs and the lowest of lows. Um, Gosh, golly gee. I think that's me. All right. It's really only two games. All right. Fun. All right. Uh, let's go over to John. John, what you playing? All right, so I, I haven't played a, a whole lot of stuff, but I did play a new game. I played a game. It's called Yoku's Island Express. Yoku. And, uh, 
Yeah, Yoku's Island Express. And the premise of this game basically is that it's kind of like a Metroidvania style game, Ooh. but it's also a pinball game. Oh. Yeah, you oh. basically you play this little like dung beetle and you roll this oh. little ball around. And uh, you basically you find all of these flippers and then you use the 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 triggers on the controllers to control the bumpers. So it's like you'll there'll be like a platform above you and you can't jump, but you can roll onto like a little paddle or whatever. And then you press the right trigger and then it bounces you up onto the platform. And uh, okay. there are sections where it's like it's more like traditional pinball where there's like two flippers and there's like a couple other things. And there's like little I don't, I don't know, like the terminology for all of the. For pinball and stuff like that but whatever those little like spinny things are and the little like mm -hmm. pits where your ball will like get stuck into yeah. and they'll like spit it out it's got like all the like the different like pinball trappings and stuff like that i'm pretty sure those are the technical terms yeah i mean they're they're, they're what i i would say well that's how i would describe them just in yeah, language I mean, yeah anything i know exactly what you're talking about when you say the spinny thing so i'm pretty sure that's what the technical term is <laughs> all right uh, but yeah, that game's been super good. It it looks super. It look it's very very pretty. It plays like really really well. I think like don't quote me on it, but I think it uses the same game engine as like uh, like Rayman Legends and stuff like that because it's got this very like artistic like hand painted kind of style. And uh, okay. yeah, I don't what know. Style is it like what genre is it? it well, it's fantasy. It's like it's kind of like uh like a fantasy. It's got lots of like like animals and stuff like that. It's kind of like in like a kind of like a like a fable-y kind of style where all of the characters are animals and like plants and stuff and they all like talk to one another. Hmm, that sounds neat. Yeah, it's super neat. And it's got like really creative like like mechanics and pinball stuff too. And I, I haven't played a whole lot of it yet, but I from what I played, it's like very, very good. So yeah, there's that. Cool. And then also, uh, like like Jason said, we played Smash and stuff. And then uh, I played a game. Oh, what was it called? Never mind. I don't remember it. I think that's pretty much all I've played for the most part. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming over to me and uh, what Jaboy has been playing. Boy has played absolutely nothing. Oh what? boy! Oh my lord! Uh, yeah, this week's been pretty. Okay. Th this past two weeks have been pretty rough. Uh, I've been uh, stuck at some overtime for work and uh, just had no time. Haven't really had much time to even hop on stream at all. So that's been kind of sad. Um, last thing I played was more Surrey Valley uh, on our friend's farm, which again, still really fun. Really great, chill time, having a great time with that. Um, but yeah, have not been able to get back to Raft, have not been able to get back to more Streets of Rage, which I want to, and uh, just haven't been able to play anything new because I just don't work in every single day, basically. So, no time, no time at all. Damn, um, that's a, it's a bummer, guy. It's a bummer. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, get back to Funny. it. Get back to it. I'll get back yeah. to it soon. So, um, yeah, all right, cool. And that's what we've been playing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's head over to topics of the week, everybody. Ooh. So, uh, for this week's topics, uh, I'll start off because I had like such a short list of games I played this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Let's start off uh, topics of the week, um, real quick. I'm gonna go into our Pop Samurai Network League, our Fantasy Critic Dot Games League updates. 
Ooh, all right. So, <laughs> updates on our fantasy critic dot games uh, pop Samurai network fantasy league here, uh, where each one of us have created a fantasy publisher, drafted some games, and are going to be drafting games over the next year to create to find out uh, which one of us can draft games and score points on games that we think will review well critically. So. Uh, once again, for the folks who are here on the on the podcast, uh, John, uh, your list of games for Gen K Wire Games, your publisher, Resident Evil Village, Near Replicant version, that long number, and yep. uh, Axiom Verge 2, Shadow Warrior 3, Little Nightmares 2, uh, for Goblin Grenade Gaming for Jason, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, Back for Blood, It Takes Two, Darkest Dungeon 2, and you kept Honey Pop 2 Double Date. <laughs> uh, stuck to my. What you stuck to your guns? That's right. All right, and uh, Jaboy Soft Entertainment, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Horizon Forbidden West, Hina Bridge of Spirits, Gotham Knights, Twelve Minutes, and uh, I, over the past couple weeks, I've added Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two to my to my uh, roster here. So, um, I have no idea if that game is going to come out this year, but. The reason why I added it to my list was because this year is the 35th anniversary of Zelda, so something Zelda has to come out this year. Mm, I see. Okay, I'm, that's the only reason I have it on my list because I found out literally that week. I was like, "Wait, it is the 35th anniversary. They gotta come out with something Zelda. Watch it be some sort of remaster bullshit, and I'll be like, <laughs> well, fucking great." <laughs> um, yeah, other big updates for the big list. We have a couple other players here, uh, uh, a few other players on the roster with us. Uh, Antonio has his own set of games there. Um, sadly, he one of his games will not be coming out this year on his list. Diablo 4 um, was uh, slated to not release this year. And so he'll have to choose what to replace that with and drop that game off his list. Uh, nothing has uh, no updates for Joel's list. Uh, and Will has picked up Solar Ash for his list here. Um, Solar Ash. I know nothing. I never. I don't know anything about that game. So it might be one that we all slept on. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, the final update of the week for the fantasy. Uh, FantasyCritic.Games uh, league here is that uh, Will is the first person to score some points on the Ooh. board here. So, uh, Little Nightmares 2 has released and uh, has garnered a score of uh, uh, the critic score average is 82, which means that uh, once again, anything above 70, uh, 70 is baseline zero points, and then from there you climb and gain points for every uh percentage above 70 percent and you wait who got, got points you did oh oh cool okay yeah so you're at the top so of, you're at the top of the list right now with 12 oh, points sweet. will or john will i'm sorry i thought you john. said i thought you said john will. i said john did i say john i said john i i think you said will initially but i think you meant me no john. i said john <laughs> okay. No, no, JK Wire Games, JK Wire Games for John Harwood uh has garnered himself uh 12 points and you're sitting at the top of the list uh with 12 points. Uh that's exciting. Exciting for that. Did you expect that score? Uh I actually I thought it was going to be a little better, but I think yeah. it you know, it definitely wound up being good enough. 
yes. which I definitely was. I was definitely like pretty sure it was going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. So in a way, yes, but in another way, I thought it was going to be better. But yeah, you know, you it's s- fine. You started out like I think eighty six or something like that, and then uh, it dropped a little bit. I think someone, one of the review sites, tanked it a little bit, but otherwise, not too bad. Not too bad. Anything above an eighty is uh, gold in my in my uh, my book. So congratulations, right. congratulations on sitting at the top. John, uh, I'm getting more and more afraid of your list, and you ha- you, o- <laughs> you only have uh, five picks right now, so I don't yeah, know, I know right? what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> so that's, I don't know, that's what's going to happen there. Um, and uh, You don't have to, you guys don't have to reveal anything, because again, you know, when we bid on these games and stuff like that, it's all secret. Was anybody interested in th- drafting anything recent, anything coming across your boards? Anybody thinking of something? Man, you know, I really, I literally haven't thought about it until we started talking about this just now. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, it's gonna be a weekly update. Uh, I, w- I was actually thinking about there's this game coming out. I don't know. I'm not positive if it's coming out this year, but there's this game that I have my eye on. It's called Garlic. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have heard of this game. No, I have not. Uh-huh. It's on my radar now. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks super good to me. So yeah. Oh. Oh, it's cool. like uh it's like a 2D platformer and it's got this kind of like uh I don't know like what genre of anime you would call it, but it's got this like kind of like superhero, like one punch man kind of a vibe type thing, I guess. I don't know what I don't know. There's probably like a genre name for it, but I'm not sure what it's called. Hmm. Interesting. But it seems really neat. Okay. All right. What about you, Jason? Yeah, I got stuff on my on your my wish mind. On your you mind. Know, pretty much my entire my entire list wish list that like when we initially drafted with like there's almost half of it still available so i'm i got a lot of potentials mm, mm. are you worried about the honey pop listen listen <laughs> um, a worst case scenario like i get zero points from it right i think so. which is the same as like a game coming out with like a 60 whatever a six and it's the same thing if a game never comes out this year and someone's stuck with it. So, you know, and maybe it'll get reviewed eventually. I the think they yeah, should. I mean, you have, you have until the end of the year, every one, everything yeah. final finalizing the locks at the end of the year. But, uh, yeah, so reviews could change. Usually they, you know, you never know, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's a little weird that like, they're not reviewing this game. Wait, what are you guys pussies? But, um, you know, Oh well, yeah, it's definitely pretty whack that they're not reviewing it. It's a full-fledged game. It's well made. You guys are crazy. Well made, yeah. The only let's see, Honey Pop. The only reason I know about that series is because I used I used to uh, watch a lot of videos from uh, Team Four Star, and uh, they'd had like their own gaming channel, and they did like a series where Vegeta, like one of them, did like the Vegeta voice, and like Vegeta plays games. And he, he had, they had the character of Vegeta play Honey Pop, the first one. And uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> so you have heard I have heard of it before. I didn't know they were making a sequel to this game. I guess it's a co-op game. You want to play, Jason? Sure. Should we, should we do a co-op? I think it's weird that like they would put a game that never got reviewed before on that list. Yeah, it's true. Like, why? Like, like yeah that's what i was thinking too it's like why would they have the game on the list for fantasy critic if it was like really unlikely that people were going to review it 
Uh, it's, it's a risk because at the same time, you never know if it's going to get reviewed. You know, that's the thing. Like a game could come, any game could get reviewed. It's just whether or not it will get reviewed, you know? Yeah. So it's a risk you take. Well, I did it for the jokes. Yeah, and, listen, uh, I'm going to stick by it. You know, listen, by the joke. At, at the end of the year, you will have one best bit of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And that's uh, that's my update for the Fantasy League. Uh, Fantasy Critic Games Pop Samurai Network League. Um, if anybody wants to follow the action um, and see our list and uh, kind of get updates on that, you guys can follow us on Fantasy Critics uh, Fantasy Critic Games. Just look up the Pop Samurai Network League there, and you could just follow us there. So, all right, uh, and now on to my real topic of the week. All right, all right. Uh, a big question for you guys here, and it is: um, Is there uh, a like song or album that uh, kind of like when you listen to it, it gives you kind of like a gaming memory? Yes. yes is there, yes, yes. you know, is there, you know what I'm talking about? You understand what I'm talking about? Yes. I understand. Uh, yeah. I guess, yeah. And I'm not talking. And I, okay, and I, I want to preface this real, real quick. I'm not talking about video game music, right? I'm talking about like actual songs, like um, you know, something you might have listened to, but it, it triggers something in your head about like video games, right? So, like, he, here's an example, and yep. this one's like an example you could do, right? Um, whenever I hear Mad World, I only ever think uh-huh. of the uh, God was a Gears of War trailer. Right. Oh I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess so. I can't think of anything else when I listen to that song. Right. I mean, it's a, it's it's its own song. I know it was I know it was in like uh, Donnie Darko or something like that. But when I hear that song, my mind goes right to Gears of War trailer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's kind of what yeah. I'm going for. Where like it triggers something about games. You know, like of it could be anything. Um. So. Yeah. Um. For me. The one that immediately comes to mind uh, is a song called Paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember who it's, uh, who made it, but it has intense memory association with me for the Nintendo DS version of Final Fantasy III. Um, I, I, I remember sitting like in front of my uh, like TV uh, entertainment station, whatever you want to call the desk. And it had like a, um, a stereo under it that we and I was just playing radio music through it, and I was playing my DS right next to it, and that I, I every time I hear that song, I think of me laying there and I'm playing um, Final Fantasy III, and I'm in I'm outside the final boss gauntlet, dungeon, castle, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I remember the. Layout of the map and everything, and the little mini dungeon before it, and how much of a pain in the ass it was because I would go in and out of there all the time because I was grinding up levels. Because the final boss of that game is absurdly hard, um, and I've never beaten it, but yeah, that song always amazing, amazing. I know, yeah. Uh, Johnny, any more time? I could talk more, or, or if you got something in your mind. Oh, so, so uh, you know what's weird for me is I wouldn't say that there's like a particular song. I that this happens with but like I have I I do sometimes 
I will like listen to podcasts and stuff when I play games. And like a lot of the times I'll like get that podcast like associated with like a certain game. Oh yeah, that's fine. You got something yeah. like that? Yeah, I think whenever I listen to the podcast "Hello from the Magic Tavern," I always think of Dark Souls Three because I would I would always I would always like grind and like do PvP while I was listening to that podcast. Amazing! I spent a lot of time like grinding and listening to to that stuff. So, yeah, for me that's one. And then another one is uh, I remember I I think this podcast doesn't exist anymore, but there's a podcast called the Cracked Podcast, and it was from the the website crack.com and i used to play minecraft while listening to that and uh i i went to go play minecraft somewhat recently and i went to go like listen to the newest cracked podcast but unfortunately there wasn't a newest cracked podcast because it had been discontinued so i was kind of like oh i can't relive i can't really relive my old nostalgia like i like i could back then but (laughs) i just listened to like an older episode and it was fine but yeah interesting no, yeah, I don't really, I don't really have like a particular song that I associate with that's like disconnected from it, from it, like in the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. And again, I love video game music, right? I appreciate it, and I listen to it now and everything like that. Um, so the thing. Oh, the- you know what? You know what? Maybe, maybe this counts. Anytime I go up a big ladder in a video game, I always think of Snake Eater. Oh yeah, that's video game music. Music. Yeah, that is video game music, but I love it. I love well, I, that. I, I I know, but it's like in video games that aren't Snake Eater, though, which mm. can count. I feel like. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel you. I feel you. All right. This is gonna so- this is gonna sound weird, guys. All right. Okay. okay. And this is this is this is gonna feel so diametrically opposed to each other, right? But uh, so back in the day, right, Jaboy, back in uh, back in the in the two thousand, right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, I want you to go back to 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 two thousand, right? And uh, I feel like I'm there. All right, and in two thousand, uh, uh, an album released called uh, "Chaka Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water," right? Um, oh, I've heard of that. And that was limp. This is Limpistic Limpistic's uh, studio album. Um, uh, in my opinion, their oh, no. own their only studio album. Um, <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, so Chalka Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water released in 2000, right? And uh, uh-huh. what released in the year before that, in 1999, uh, was Harvest Moon Back to Nature um, for Jaboy, right? And uh, <laughs> if, if anybody knows anything right now, I love me the uh, farm sim games, right? And uh, Harvest Moon Back to Nature was the thing that kicked that off for me, right? Um, mm-hmm. I played the shit out of this game, right? I've I restarted my farm so many times. I've played through it. I've uh, done all these things, and uh, now when I listen to the album "Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water," um, well, two things pop in my mind, right? One, it's Harvest Moon because when I'm listening through the album, um, I would just like because again, a lot of very small menial tasks every single day. You repeat things over and over again, right? So it it that's what the game is right and so you kind of just throw something on in the background and chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water was something i used to have in the background right and so it feels so weird to me that that like this is what triggered this uh, this topic question for you guys was that like i just kind of randomly came across one olympus get song and i was like oh shit and i had the flashback of like oh yeah playing harvest moon i kind of want to play that game now <laughs> and so <laughs> 
Harvest Moon Back to Nature is my favorite Harvest Moon. I played other ones, but it's my favorite one because it's the first one I played, and it's the one for the PS One that I love. Um, but man, do do I have so many just great memories of playing that game, just being in the field, planting stuff, watering plants, and cutting things down, and just listening to this album, um, and just have that kind of like be stuck in my mind, and they feel so weirdly opposed to each other. Um, because like Harvest Moon is a very chill game, and then Limp Biscuit is not very chill. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's funny to me, you know. And then of course the other thing that that this album does remind me of is the 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 track "My Way" was the uh, was the song that uh, was the oh. what's up? I. I used to listen. I used to watch uh, an old Bleach AMV that had "My Way." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and "My Way" was the song that they used for because uh, I used to watch wrestling back in the day. They used it for the WrestleMania 17 build-up for uh, The Rock and Steve, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day, which is the best wrestling promo for all you wrestling heads out there. Um, so <laughs> you know, good stuff. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. It was just a crazy to me. And I was like, I was randomly like just moving through different songs and, and I just kind of came across this and it really just popped in my head. I was just like, oh man, I remember listening to this album and then kind of playing, uh, Harvest Moon all the time. And, uh, that kind of triggered it right there. And it's so weird that it's connected to that in my mind. Um, yeah. I have, um, yeah, samples. Yeah, please. Um, Back back in high school, when I had borrowed Metroid Prime Three for the Wii from a friend, mm-hmm. I played it while listening to my only Pandora radio station at the time, uh, which was a lot of like Jimmy Eat World, and, like Rise Against, some like Lincoln Park, uh, yeah. stuff like that, like Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> so now when I hear that stuff, I think of Metroid. Yeah, those those wow. days. Um, and then recently, last year, when I was really playing a lot of Darkest Dungeon again. While I was playing that, I watched the entirety of Initial D. Hell so now, yeah. like with the, the fucking kick-ass Eurobeat soundtracks, I associate with Darkest Dungeon now, which is pretty funny. <laughs> nice, <laughs> love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's yeah. Some, I love, I find it so weird that sometimes you can be playing something and you just have something in the background and it kind of just like this is what yeah. this is now. It doesn't really. It's not supposed to go together, but it does. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is an interesting phenomenon. I love it. I love it. All right. Do you? That's the end of my topic, everybody. Um, so uh, does any... who else got one? Who's got a good topic? I've got a topic. All it's right. pretty good. All right, go ahead. All right. Okay. I'm a little sad that Antonio's not here, but I feel if I postpone this, I'm going to forget about it. But... um. I want to talk about Diablo a little bit and something related to that. Um, so Diablo three, I have a, I have an interesting history with Diablo wherein I got to gaze at it lovingly as a child and admire it from afar, but then was never really able to play it. Um, my, my stepbrother at the time had like the legendary edition of Diablo two. And we had like the, the game guide book mm-hmm. and I read uh-huh. it times, but um my my mom wasn't a big fan of video games, so when I got to finally play Diablo 2, I got to the, the character selection screen, and I almost made a necromancer, and then my mom kicked me off. 
and I was not able to play. And then when I eventually inherited Diablo 2 after uh, the divorce, uh, the computer that we had could not play Diablo 2, which was oh. truly hard. Oh, no. So I was I was very on board for Diablo 3. And I bought it and I played it and I was like, wow, that wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> knowing After all that time. Yeah. It, well, I don't have a lot of play experience with Diablo 2, which is I, I have, have simulated it uh, since then. But Diablo okay. 3 is really not much um, of a successor to Diablo 2. Like just the way okay. the the skill system was changed, the maps were different. It was a lot more streamlined. Um, uh, I don't know the the combat was kind of the same, but it just it felt a but it felt a little too modernized. When I think the appeal of Diablo was like kind of the hardcoreness of it all, and like it didn't really hold your hand through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, I think me and a lot of other people were pretty disappointed with Diablo 3. And then Diablo 3 got like really popular and got really pushed. Um, and now you can play it on your phone, which is not great for Diablo 3. Um, it, it's kind of killed the, the... What this all leads to is it's kind of killed the groundswell for uh, Diablo 4. Which is a bit of a bummer. But I am excited for Diablo 4. Because I'm hoping it's kind of a return to 4 to 2. Like maybe they saw the feedback and they're like, oh, maybe we should kind of like dial this back a bit. And that that would be my truly greatest criticism and like suggestion for like going into Diablo 4. So I was wondering from you guys if there's franchises that you are big fans of or are beloved of that have kind of gone to the shitter recently and what kind of suggestions you would have to revitalize the series if they're to make another one. Ooh. Hmm. Because with Diablo 2, I think, I really do think that they should just like return to form, have more like open, sprawling maps and like uh, quests that don't like tell you where you're going to go. Like, they used to be like you'd have to read the quest description and it would tell you, like, oh, you have to go south and try to find the crypts to banish lady evermore from the the tombs or something and you'd have to fucking find your way there um and then in three they like waypointed everything and the the maps all kind of went one direction ultimately um i just Hmm. think they should change it back change it back um and i think you'll really get the feel of it back so what do you guys what about you guys oh i'm trying to think um so like for a different game right yeah, I mean, not, you don't have to talk about Diablo. It's like something you're invested in, have been disappointed in. Well, you know, I, I'm a big fan, or at least I was a big fan in when I was a kid, of uh, the Destroy All Humans franchise. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I really love Destroy All Human 2, like a whole lot. And then I recently actually bought the... They, they made a Destroy All Humans 1 remake. Yeah, like last year. And, yeah, yeah, and I bought that, and uh, I think it might just be because like Destroy All Humans one and Destroy All Humans two were like a little different from each other. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I didn't really like Destroy All Humans one, Destroy All Humans one. Wait, Destroy, 
whatever the thing is, the first Destroy All Humans game. I didn't really like like the kind of like like quest structure where it's like you're just going from like mission to mission and like solving like like kind of like arbitrary stuff. I kind of yeah. like for some reason I remembered like Destroy All Humans 2. It was more of like an open-ended thing where you could like kind of like choose how to destroy stuff or like whatever. And it was all about like like destroying like different things and stuff like that. Whereas Destroy All Humans 1, it was just, just kind of like move the, the mission structures were like move this many cows to this many points, kill all the enemies. It was stuff like that. And I, I kind of would like a Destroy Humans game where it's got like the same kind of feel as all of those games, but it's kind of like more open-ended and kind of like has like more like like sandbox destruction kind of stuff. You can kind of just do like whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I, I think that would be really cool. You just want a less loose or like a more loose like play style. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be nice. Hmm. Yeah. I could get behind that. Let hmm. me destroy all the humans. Yeah. Interesting. Not just the ones from. The yeah, not just the ones the 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 game tells me to destroy. I actually want to destroy yeah. all the humans. I hate them. <laughs> God, they're so ugly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Man. So. I okay. So I. I, I've mentioned on this show many times, but I really love Mass Effect, right, guys? Uh, uh, what? I do really love Mass Effect. I don't know if you know this, guys. Um, huh. But uh, the last Mass Effect game really didn't didn't you didn't do well, right, guys? Yeah. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda was a huge thing, uh, a big thing mm -hmm. about it when it dropped about how bad it was, um, and I, for me. I would really like to see that series come back um, because Andromeda nearly killed that series right there. Um, yeah. I'm glad we're getting the legendary remaster of the original trilogy. I just really want them to, you know, I, I want them to, to go back into giving us a great story again. I, 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 I think they need, like, they tried to go off into the Andromeda system, but then, like, they kind of really didn't give us everything that they could have, right? And I, I don't know what it was, um, they didn't really like. Oh, we went to a new, a new, you know, galaxy, and there's not any new, not that many new different alien species. What you know, that doesn't make any sense. And you know, the half-assed, you know, janky shit that they had put together with like the graphics and the way that it looked. And I, there was just so many problems with that game, and I'm surprised that it was, you know, that it released. And you know, I really want them to get back into. The way that the original trilogy was, you know, right. making making a story that you know that matters, making you feel like you're in this epic, you know, story. Kind of just give us a world that we want to explore more into. And it, and I, I don't know. I just I I I hope that they they that the when the original trilogy is re released that like it gets them to a point where they you know I know that they are making the new one. I really hope they really convinces them that like we need to really buckle down on like how we're going to portray the story and how the you know our choices matter and things like that you know the stuff like that so yeah so you're you're a big advocate saying like story is what really makes or break a mass effect game yeah a lot of like the that story the the getting you know making everything kind of really feel like a world that you really want to explore, you know, give us that world that we want to get, get into, give us characters. We, we want to 
fall in love with. Like that was the whole point of like the like the original trilogy of just like you you meet these characters and you want to know more about them, right? And you want to go you you, know, you want to find out more, you want to become friends with them or you want to hate them or stuff like that. And it's it was really about like just the journey through that story, you know. And so really hope that they they get, you know, get back to brass tacks and kind of just like really flesh out a really great story for us. For the record, I knew you were going to talk about Mass Effect. <laughs> Did you? Did uh, you? Jelani's definitely going to talk about Andromeda. So I was, I just was mostly prompting to see what you'd say about it. Yeah. And, and again, like, say what you will about, like, the original trilogy and what, like, how it ended and stuff like that. Like, for me, I, I'm I'm in the camp of it was, I, I was more about the journey than it was about the actual end. But uh, I just, I you know, it, for me, the biggest thing about that game, the biggest draw about the game was it was a really cool world that you wanted to find out more about and you wanted to get to know the characters, right? Like, first thing that I learned in the second game was like, man, I really want to know and I want to go and talk to these characters and want to know more about them and I want to do their side missions because you can you can completely not talk to your crew and you can completely skip all their loyalty missions and stuff like that, but then you're not going to have a, like a bond with your crew to the point where like it affects the, the rest of the game. And I was like, yeah, I want that. I want to have characters on my crew that I feel for. You know, mm -hmm. and I want to know more about them. Let's get to that, you know? So, there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Also, so what's yeah, also maybe Final Fantasy, like, get, you know, kind of bring us back into doing something different other than, like, these weird, I don't know, stories that you've been doing recently with, like, the crystals and over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Get us, sure. you know, do do something different for you know for once. I don't know, <laughs> you know, that's just me. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, cool. What's Good next, stuff. John? All right. Uh, so my topic is uh, my okay. It's a very simple. It's a very simple topic. Mm, mm -hmm. Sure. In Super Mario Bros, what's your favorite block? Huh? Super Mario Bros. Just like the gray brick ones or the brown brick ones? No, just like of all the blocks in all the Super Mario Bros. game. Which one which one's your favorite and why? Oh gosh. I know there's a lot to choose from. There are. Um I got two. Okay. Okay. Uh the first one is gonna be the green blocks. The green question, uh, like explanation blocks from um, Super Mario World. You have to unlock them. There's different color blocks in that that game, and you have to unlock them via like switches that you have to find in the world. And the green ones always would spit out a rock feather, which is like the best power up in that game, in my opinion, because you could fly with oh. it if you want. So they were great. Whenever you show, like whenever those would show up, you're like, yeah, I'm about to get super powerful. Um, and then my other one, I don't, I think it's the Super Mario World 2. Um, that's the, is that the one where you like each of the castles is like a, an airship? Yeah. That's but, Super Mario 3, I believe. Mario 3. Okay. Yeah. And that, that one, you have like the, the enemies that disguise themselves as blocks and they jump around. Oh, love, yeah. Those are really cool. Yeah. I love those guys. They're great. Yeah. Those are neat. I really like, uh, I really like the, 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 what are they called? 
a little like uh, music note blocks from Mario 3, where it's like, they look like you can step on them, but then when you step on them, they like bounce you up. And then also sometimes they have like cool stuff inside them. Yeah. They had those yeah. in Super Mario World as well. You, you step on, they go, Bruh. yeah. I like yeah, those yeah. Yeah, those are neat. Um, I also like, uh, I also just like, I like hidden blocks, mm. like the blocks that are invisible until you, you, you bonk them with your head. And it's like, oh my gosh, I found so- out something new about this game. Wow. There's a hidden block here. <laughs> and then sometimes you can like, like platform and do like, like jumps and stuff off of them. And then sometimes there's cool shit inside. Some That's neat. Man, they're hiding the black snails that allowed. Yeah, I mean they've yeah. always done that. Jelani, it's your uh, time to shine. What's your favorite block, Jelani? Oh god, you gotta uh, pick a block. Time's up. All right, it's, it's a the... very important decision. Okay, yeah. uh, favorite block in a Mario game. Uh, let's do the pow block, the blue pow oh. block. Ooh, the pow blocks. Because pow blocks really good because one, it just like pows everybody in the, in the screen. I like it when you can carry it, and then uh, there's just a bunch of turtle shells. And then when, yeah, you, when, you, yeah. when you hit it, like they all just go on their back like dumb turtles. And so I thought it was, it was hilarious. Um, there you go. All right. There you go. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Mario block. That's my topic. A Mario block should be a character in Smash. Should it be? I, honestly, it should yeah, be. it should be. It yeah. should it be. It should be. Okay. What's its forward Smash attack? Uh, it's, <laughs> it spits out a poison mushroom. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. What's its B move? Uh, well, actually, you know what? I think the poison mushroom would be a good B move. Yeah, but it would then be like uh, ground projectile. Maybe a smash attack is like uh, is is the is the pow. Yeah, maybe the pow. Oh, okay. So is it like is it like a question mark block, and then when you do different moves, is it like shifting into another block? Is yeah, it should. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how it would work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it uh, should. It should what, do that. Like when it's it, like when it's up B, you said. Yeah, what's its up B move? It, like, it, 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 it shoots out that vine? Yeah, it's a vine, and then it like... It, oh, like... there you go! That's really smart. Yeah, go, yeah. Man. That's how you do okay. it, baby. <laughs> right, you're winning me over. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's either, yeah, it's either, oh, the, it, yeah, it's either the vine, or like it, like it, it, it consumes like one of the wings, and it's a flying block now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be funny. What if like there was a smash announce, like a smash teaser, right? And they just show you the silhouette, and it's just a fucking cube. Would you guys like freak your shit? <laughs> half, half the pe- I would freak my shit now after we we called it now. But uh, I, like Sakurai, we know, we know now. This is us we calling know. it. <laughs> but I think half the people out there would be com- would be completely disappointed that it's not the cube from uh, Portal. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. That's a taunt. That's a taunt. Yeah. Maybe it's a special, <laughs> special crossover skin. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good stuff. Oh, like a, a, yeah, another special could throw out like a tiny mushroom and create one and make one of the other characters tiny. <laughs> oh, that'd be really strong. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, pretty fun. It's a good character. Yeah, my my favorite block is the block from Smash. We've decided. This might be a okay. this might be a new a new segment for us. Create a, create a new create a dumb Smash character. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> because, 
someone just brings something from a video game thing that could be a Smash character, and we just have to create how it would work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, a, fun. that's a fun yeah. segment. All right. Well, John, good good topic. Good topic, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. I know I, it wasn't exactly my A game, but I'm glad we had, we actually did have, a, a, it led to something, some good stuff. So I'm happy about that. Some really good stuff. Listen, we we'll make good content. I was trying to figure out something for John's topics. Yes. Make it... All right. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you oh, so much. Oh, Jason. And then the, 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 the blocks dodge. You oh know those God. like those blocks where if you hit them, they like they like flip around for a little bit and they're intangible? Yeah. That's oh, the spot yeah. dodge. Oh, yeah. Those are from Super Mario World, baby. Oh, yeah, man. Dude. But like... It's so all coming together. It's just like one flip, though. Like, just a real quick flip. Because you can't, like, like, spin multiple times or else your dodge would be way too long. Well, maybe it's, like, a few flips really fast. But it's it's the sprite, so people know the reference. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's oh. a good idea. Ooh. <laughs> kind of winning me over here, guys. I kind of want the block. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good position for block for Smash. Block should be a Smash character 100% now. But does is like Minecraft Steve a natural counter? Because like you know. Oh my god, uh, that's like it's oh that's like a rival. It's the a rival. rival. <laughs> oh no, they have a special lore interaction in game. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> the first time ever. Uh, Minecraft and block. Oh, uh, that that's how like that's how you intro like the the block in 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 like a trailer. When they do one of those yeah. dumb trailers, you know, when they psych you out. So it's like Minecraft Steve, and he's just walking around the world. He's breaking blocks. Yeah. And then, like, it just introduces the, a new challenger. And here comes the block just shooting <laughs> out. That's how you yeah. do it. it. Like, he hits the block, and, like, a coin comes out. And then, like, it gets, like, angry eyes, and it shoots at him. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my friend Preston about Shrek and Smash the other day. And I was like, oh, wait, Preston, Preston. But, like, his, like... His coming into the match animation could be like a, an outhouse popping up and he, <laughs> and he walks out. <laughs> perfect. Oh, that would be great. Oh, <laughs> oh my lord. All right. <laughs> ah, this is a good episode, guys. All right. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here. We appreciate you guys just tuning in, listening to us, uh, have some fun here. Um, as we connect over long distances in this time, uh, we thank you guys for stopping by. Make sure you check out our website, popstarynetwork.com. You guys can we'll keep it locked to our social medias, popstarynetwork on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for another episode next week. Uh, this has been your host, Jaboy Jelani Hoon, along with Jason's been here. Yeah, yeah. John's been here. Ah, hello, and goodbye. Yeah. And uh, I've been here. Okay, bye. Hey, bye. <laughs> <laughs>